Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Bibliotech On Air. I'm Rosanna and today we have a very special guest for y'all. As you know, we like to do our uh, meet the staff and today we have our programming librarian, uh, Bralia Carrillo. Very good. Yes, thank you for having me. I really appreciate being here this morning. And a little background info for y'all. So this is take two of an interview that has been pending with Bralia for a long time. Long story short, our equipment was not that great. The audio was terrible and we had to scrap the whole thing. So this is our redemption arc with Bralia. Take two. This time it'll work. Th- this time it'll work. We're, we've had an upgrade, you know, EDU and all that. So, But uh, with that said, let's go ahead and jump right on into this interview. So uh, tell us a little bit about your life and what led up to you being with the Bibliotech. Well, um, Actually, I'm a retired elementary educator. I've been a teacher, an assistant principal, and a principal for 30 years. And before retirement, I decided I wanted to continue to work with literacy and with children. So I went back to get my second master's, um, in, and this time in Library of Science, and I decided um, that I would be a children's librarian. And work, I applied with the city of San Antonio and worked with SAPL for three years at Carver Branch Library. Really loved that library and that crew, had a great experience. And then one day I saw um, a posting for the Digital Library for Bibliotech for Programming Librarian. And I thought, you know, that sounds really interesting. And I debated on whether or not I should apply because, you know, we always are our own worst critics. And I thought, well, I'm not sure. But I said, why not? Just throw your name in the hat, Mm -hmm. went to the interview, and lo and behold, here I am, almost two years. It'll be, actually, I'm in my second year. It'll be three years in June, so this will be almost three years with Bibliotech. I cannot believe it, and it's been a fabulous experience. I've really enjoyed the opportunity to be as creative as as I can, meeting new people. I really enjoy working with all of the young people at all of the branches. That has been exciting. And just being creative and in an atmosphere where there's opportunity for just doing what anything and everything, you have an idea, go for it. It's just been a great experience so far. I'm really enjoying it. It's awesome because we, we, we're going to touch on your programming and stuff a bit further down, but we can tell like you you love what you do at the branches. Your energy is just so contagious. And whenever the kids or the people show up for the programs, they, they always have a blast. Like one of the ones that stuck with me was uh, when Romeo, our assistant director's son and wife, uh, came by to the branch for your snow program. That was really neat. And that was a fun one. Yeah, I, that's the best part is um, is just seeing the how happy the patrons are. The great conversations that I have with them is just phenomenal. I'm actually started keeping a reflection journal. So as I do programming, um, I take time to document some of the conversations that I've had with people, some of the interesting things that they've shared. So that is always just an extra, just kind of like the cherry on top. It's, It's the extra... Um, reward that I get from actually working with uh, people and getting to meet different people and working with the staff. It's awesome. And it's kind of funny, too, because some of our employees have already had 
experience with SAPL before coming to Bibliotech. So that that's kind of funny to see that being a common ground for like you and Romeo and a couple other people at our branches. I think um, Bibliotech is just such a unique um, library. The fact that it's completely digital, that was interesting to me. Um, of course, I think it's very important that you have a strong foundation on a public library service. And um, having had that experience at Sapple really supported, um, supports this position that I have now. It, 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 it gave me um, a great foundation, and so I'll always be grateful for Sapple. Um, but I am so excited to be with Bibliotech and doing the creative things that I'm able to do. And we're excited to have you with us. Thank you. So what does a normal workday look like for you? <laughs> there isn't a normal workday. When I was an educator, every minute of the day is allocated. You, you have a, a very specific set schedule. From 6.30 to 7, you greet kids and so forth and so forth and so forth till dismissal at, at 3 o'clock. This job is the total complete opposite. Every day is a new day. There is no set schedule. It's open. And so I am very lucky. I get two and a half days in the office, which is um, a, a good thing for planning. And I'm always planning for programs. But I also get an opportunity to spend time at all of the branches. So on different days, I'm at a different branch. And that gives me the opportunity to connect with not only the staff, but the community of that branch. And that is very rewarding, as I said before. So not a single day is exactly the same. And that is part of the reason that it makes this job so exciting, because I never know what's going to happen in the next minute. And that is fabulous. Right. It's not really a routine <laughs> you stick to. And that kind of keeps things fresh, in my opinion. It does. What does a period of programming consist of? And how far in advance do you have to begin uh, planning for each season? Well, um, it is not uncommon to plan for a program a year in advance. But I have a multitude of projects. So I do weekly programming for um, the times that I, the week during the week when I'm at the branches. I also sometimes do passive programming that may last a month, or I may do a specific project program that may last a month. All at the same time, I'm planning for the summer reading program if that's coming up in the summer, or a program that's happening in the fall, or a program that's happening next year. So I'm constantly planning and at different stages of planning depending on the project. So for example, I'm doing um, a Valentine's theme theme program for some outreach this week. I'm also doing a career day um, at the end of the week. And I'm also at the branches promoting um, American Health Health Month, you know, the Heart Health mm -hmm. Month. Um, with the American Heart Association, they'll be coming and doing uh, table presentations. So I have that set up. I also have the Say It Loud um, program, which is um, a, a Black History Month program, which is virtual, completely virtual. And people are sending in um, their favorite poem or excerpt from their favorite speech or essay from a noteworthy African-American. They record themselves. I put it together, and then we highlight a different um, speech, a different video, different performance um, every week. So that's happening. 
I'm working with a project called the Student Advisory Council, which is a brand new endeavor for uh, for Bibliotech. It has been one of our director's dream to have a student advisory council. And so we're we just opened the applications and um, students are applying, which is phenomenal. Um, and so we're excited about that. And we've got 92nd Newberry happening. So I'm working on that as well. And our summer reading program, which is going to be exciting. And I hope everyone participates. It's for every age. You do not, it doesn't, it's not just for children. It's for teens. It's for adults. It's for seniors, senior citizens. Um, this summer, we are traveling. The theme is around the world with Bibliotech. Where is Techie? And so we will be taking you to a multitude of countries around the world, and you will get to experience a little bit of that country when you come to our programs this summer. So as you can see, there's a multitude of uh, programs, and so there's variety in a different stage of planning for each one. But basically, it starts for me with paper and pencil and my journal, and I start jotting down ideas. And... I erase a lot, or I'll add a lot, or I'll scratch out a lot, and I am always um, connecting it to our resources. So everything that we do uh, with programming is connected to one of our resources, whether it be cloud library where you can find that particular book, or whether it be Canopy where you can find a documentary, um, or any other of our multitude resources that we have. So that is an, the exciting part is connecting that and then let planning it out and then actually after you've you know created the uh, generated the ideas then you have to actually set forth and do it so ordering supplies making sure your materials are in time creating the materials setting it together creating the social media post that goes with it um, adding the captions and it is a lot but it's exciting i enjoy every every bit of it it's it's definitely a lot that goes into it do you like set out like certain times of the day to like plan it or does it just come to you and you're like oh I can do this I can do this I'm on a roll and then you just go from there it's both I do my Mondays and Fridays are at the office are where I generate a lot of the, the ideas and the planning and the creating for social media but sometimes I may be in the middle of something and an idea pops in so I just jot it down and I may I may take about an hour to just write down thing, write things down, or I may look things up, and it just depends. It's a process either yes, way. Yes, it is. It sounds exhausting, but at the <laughs> same time, it sounds very fulfilling, especially when you see it come to, you know, to fruition. fruition. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do you decide what organizations to reach out to? For example, uh, you mentioned the American Heart Association for this month. Uh, they do work with the Mercado Por Tu Corazón that we have at our branches. A couple years ago, you did a Monarch Butterfly Project. Like, how, What goes into that? How do you decide who to work with? Well, what happens is I may have an idea that I want to do, and then I do look for and search for organizations that we could collaborate with. Um, I believe it was almost two years ago, maybe a year ago, I, I wanted to really focus on um, heart health in the month of February, which is Heart Health Month. And I decided, well, who in our community works on that? And I thought American Heart Association does. So let me look them up. I looked up their website. And I saw that they were starting a project called Mercado por tu Corazón, which is a floating market 
that comes out to communities and provides fresh fruits and vegetables, great quality at a very low price. And the American Heart Association collaborates with Big Tech's um, produce. And together, they were bringing these markets to communities. And I decided, well, what better way to promote Heart Month by, by utilizing this organization? So I contacted them, and the rest is history. Now they come out once a month to all three of our branches, east, west, and south, um, and they uh, set up the market. And the community loves it. The community calls and they ask, when is it going to come again? When is it going to be? And that community benefits from um, the fresh fruits and the fresh vegetables. Oh, absolutely. And the American Heart Association also sponsors um, uh, a discount. So the communities really get, they get a great deal. And even the staff participates. They, they get a great deal when they buy their fresh fruits and vegetables. And it's good to see. And I am there. Most of the time I'm there and I'm handing out book lists and I'm let, talking to them about bibliotech and how our resources can support heart-healthy living. And, um, and that's the partnership. And it's been a great program. So I do search for organizations nonprofit organizations. And if you would like to participate with with us, you're welcome to give me a call. Um, if you're a nonprofit, give me a call and we will work something out because that's what we do as a library. We are the hub of the community and we provide resources for people. I love that. I love that. It really is all about bringing awareness to the community and trying to involve the community. And sometimes these resources that you might not have known about until hey, today I stopped by the library and guess what? They're doing this program and this organization's out here. So I think it's really important that you you do find try to find local uh, organizations to involve in your programming. Which, uh, But uh, do you think you could go a little more in depth on that? Um, the importance of um, partnering is, you know, there's strength in numbers. And so a library coming together with a, another organization is going to provide a need for the community. And um, that's one of the things that people um, can depend on. They can depend on the local library to come to come to the library and find resources and um, the support that they need to make their their lives better, whether it's to uh, help find helping to find a job, filling out an application, eating healthier, learning about healthy foods. Um, it's it's so important to be able to support the community that your library sits in. And so the more you collaborate with community organizations, the better you can support them, the stronger your program, the better your library. So I'm really excited anytime I can find a partnership with, with a community organization. You've worked with these organizations and now they know you. Maybe they can recommend someone to you and they'll be like, oh, we've already worked with Bralia. She's amazing. Check her out. Like, you know, just kind of referrals back and forth. So, yeah, and that does happen. We've had a medical organization that came in and set up a table to give uh, additional information to patrons at one of our mercados. Um, and it does it does happen. You get connected with other people. So it does start a chain. And it's nice. It's, it's fun. I'm always open to meeting and talking to people. Every time I'm doing a program, I'm talking 
I'm talking uh, to them about our resources, um, showing them on the, my laptop all of our resources and what they can access um, here at Bibliotech. Alrighty, guys, y'all heard it here first. Any organizations that would like to reach out to Bralia, uh, her information will be on our website at bearbibliotech.org. So by all means, feel free to check that out. Shoot her an email. Yes. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> you guys will be featured in next month's programming or somewhere down the line. Still on that topic. So do you have a specific like dream organization that you would like to work with one day? One of the things I'd like to see... Um, Bibliotech is have a partnership with, with maybe um, a medical organization where we could provide additional resources to the community, health resources. Um, I'd like to see something like that. Um, and the sky's the limit in regards to collaboration. So I don't particularly have a dream organization. I'm always looking for organizations to collaborate with on any topic. Any organization can Any turn organization. into a mm -hmm. dream organization at this mm -hmm. point. Cool yep. beans. You did touch on summer programming a little bit earlier, but do you have anything else that you could possibly tease for the future of programming at Bibliotech? Yes. Coming up in March, when the kids are out for spring break, please bring them to any of our Bibliotech branches. We've got, check our calendar of events on our website, and you'll see I'm doing a special St. Patrick's Day themed mini putt-putt golf through the library. <gasps> so, uh, yes, check out our events calendar. Um, we'll be at South on Tuesday, that's spring break week. I'll be at West on Wednesday, that's spring break week. And then I'll be at East also. And EDU. I'm going to be at EDU actually the Friday before spring break and then the Friday during spring break. So that's March 10th, March 17th on actual St. Patrick's Day. I will be at EDU and we will have a special mini putt-putt golf. So come on out and have fun and get a treat. Um, that week is March 14th, excuse me, March 14th through the 17th. And I know you kiddos are going to be out of school. So tell your parents there's going to be some fun stuff happening at the library. I mean, putt-putt. Who doesn't love that? That sounds so fun. Yes, I can't wait. I'm in the middle of designing the nine holes and it's fun. Oh my God, nine holes. Y'all y'all need to show up to this. This <laughs> sounds amazing because, well, you might have to wait in line because I might be playing myself at West for a yes. little bit, but that sounds amazing, Bralia. So we're going to jump over to our lightning round of questions now where we, uh, you know, again, part of the whole meet the staff thing, try to get to know you a little bit better. So uh, first off, do you have any pets? Yes, I do. I have a cat. She's strictly an indoor cat. She does not go out. Although sometimes we let her just go on the front porch for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I have two dogs. They are 16 years old oh, my goodness. and 12. So I have two older dogs. Um, we have three donkeys. <laughs> I love donkeys. So and much. we have... Right now, we have five nannies who are having babies. Kid, uh, they're having kids. So we have five goats, but we've just added three more babies in the last week. And we're expecting some more. So our baby goats are being born, and they're so cute. Oh, my I God. They're, <laughs> they're so cute. And I know they were uh, they're kind of popular on TikTok for a while. I think they still are because it was just if you would scroll just Baby goats, baby goats, baby mm -hmm. goats. They're so cute. Someone was trying to convince me to start a uh, 
bring my goats and do a, a yoga goat thing here at Bibliotech. I'm not sure how that would work. <laughs> the idea of it is cool, but <laughs> at the same time, I am visualizing baby goats just like kicking things over and jumping onto like desks while patrons are. Yeah, I'm envisioning doing a lot things. of baby goat poop. Which, I mean, I'm sold on all of that, you know, the chaos that the goats would bring. It would definitely bring some PR to Bibliotech, so why not? I don't know. We'll have to think on that one. Uh, so who's your favorite author? Well, I really don't have a favorite author right now. There was a time in my life, I think I was, I was teaching then, I was reading romance novels. So Nicholas Sparks was my classic, like, my go-to romance author. But right now, I, I really enjoy um, fiction. And um, every once in a while, I'll throw in an autobiography. So not really a favorite, just anything that catches my eye. Mm -hmm. And I'll just, oh, that sounds interesting. Let me read that or let me get that. So yeah, right now I'm reading um, Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. And that is um, a fiction story, which is really, really good. Uh, so far, we'll see. Um, I've been enjoying that. Do you have a favorite TV show or a show that you like to watch a lot? Well, I don't really have a favorite TV show, but um, we always, while we're cooking dinner or we're having dinner, Wheel of Fortune is on every night. <laughs> <laughs> My husband and I watch that. <laughs> I like that. That's a nice little routine. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your first job? So my first job, I was 16 and I did, I was hired as a clerk for the um, Texas Immigration Office, and all I did was file, file paperwork. That's all I did. Just worked in front of these massive filing cabinets, and all I did was file papers for the most part. Um, I remember that job because we didn't have a microwave when I was growing up. We were we were poor, so we didn't have one. Didn't even know how it worked, but it was very common for a. a taco person came in at lunch outside selling, selling tacos. And so I went ahead and I bought a taco one day. It was wrapped in foil. And I put the whole thing with the foil in the microwave. Oh, no. Exploded the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, they're going to fire me. Or I'm going to have to pay with my first paycheck for a new oh, microwave. Oh, no. So I was just mortified. I was 16. I didn't know. I messed up the microwave. And I stood there thinking, oh, my God. And everyone started, like, laughing and clapping. <laughs> and they're like, yay, we're going to get a new microwave. Thanks for doing that. Oh, my so, goodness. So it worked out. It wor it all worked out. But th that's what I remember about my first job. <laughs> I think at that point, I would have just quit myself. Like, hey, guys, I'm putting in my two weeks right now. And by two weeks, I mean, I'm quitting right now. I was so embarrassed. Oh, God, I can't imagine the embarrassment. But, I mean... They got a new microwave, so. Yeah, they did. Thanks to me. <laughs> they didn't charge me either. Thank you, Bralia, for your service. <laughs> yes. Um, what is your go-to pastime? Um, sleep? No, no, not. Naps. Can't go wrong with reading, naps. Reading and then naps. Yeah. Naps on the weekends. One day out of the week, I'll nap for an hour or two, and it's nice. I feel like naps are risky because you either wake up feeling refreshed as heck or you wake up just all scraggly and confused. What year is it? Yeah, that does happen sometimes. But I also like to take walks too. So I've been, I've been doing some walking. 
I have found um, little walking parks on my way home from work, from wherever I'm at, mm-hmm. and I'll stop and do a 30-minute walk before I go home, and that works out has been working out really well. So I'm excited about that. I love that, and the weather has been very agreeable as of late. So mm-hmm. it's going to get hot though, but I'm going to still do it. <sighs> yeah, Texas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was your favorite subject in school? Can you guess? Um, I'm going to say it was math, obviously. No, no. I'm kidding. English. <laughs> reading. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed English and reading. Um, that was my favorite. My mom says, I never had to worry about you when you were little because you're always in a corner reading the only book you had, the one book that you had when I was little. And so, yeah, I've always loved reading. I need to know what book was that? I don't remember. Okay, that's totally fine. <laughs> I asked her and I don't know. Uh, what is one thing on your bucket list? Well, I traveling is always, traveling is... something we like to do I like to do more than my husband he was in the Navy so he had he traveled all over the world but um, I love to travel we are outdoor people so we like camping we've almost camped at almost or one of our goals is to camp at every single park in state of Texas state park we've probably camped and I think there's about 85 maybe 85 90 something state parks and we've We've camped at about 35. Oh, wow. So we are, every year we'd like to take a one or two camping trips. And um, so that's on my bucket list is to do all the state parks in Texas. Um, I'll also travel to Europe. Would love to travel to Europe. Um, I've gone, I've gone on a couple of cruises, went to Alaska. That one was <laughs> phenomenal. But um, definitely traveling. I want to continue travel. Oh, and that's awesome. We're taking our daughter. She graduates from um, college in May. And so her trip, her graduation trip, because she said, I asked her, what do you want for your graduation? And of course, us traveling family. Mm-hmm. So she chose where she wanted to go. And we're going to Costa Rica Ooh, for the summer. That's going to be amazing. We're going to spend a week in Costa Rica. We're really super excited. We've never really traveled outside of the US. So this is our first big trip. That oh man, that that sounds amazing. I can't wait to see all the pictures and just the feedback from that trip. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And you could in a way tie that into your uh where in the world is techie program. Yes, that's actually <laughs> what I chose to do because I will have so much experience from having been there that um I'm going to plan it, but I'm definitely going to bring back stuff to share. So excited my programming. To see that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Still on that topic, do you have a favorite park, favorite Texas like state park? Well, my husband and I go back regularly to Goose Island State Park Ooh. Um, in Rockport. That is one of our favorites because we like fishing. And um, that is probably the one we've been to the most. And they have a giant tree there. If you've never been to Rockport, you've got to go see the giant oak that has survived hundreds of probably hurricanes it survived the her the harvey hurricane in 2017 it's just amazing to see that huge tree it's beautiful but rockport goose island state park is our favorite That's for cool. now i mean you know we've been to a uh, garner state park beautiful mm-hmm. we've been to several others that are nice um we had to cancel our our our, our camping trip this summer because um 
we had to save the days for our Costa Rica trip, mm-hmm. so we couldn't go. But Cotto Lake State Park is on the list. We'll probably hit that next year. <laughs> what is your favorite type of music, or do you have a favorite artist? I like all music. Um, I can listen to classical. I can listen to um, Tejano, country, pop, everything. Right now, I'm really loving Miley Cyrus's song, Flowers. I oh, love yeah, that song. that's a nice song. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, it just depends on the mood that I'm in. Um, so, uh, but I like all kinds of music. So classic. Uh, Whataburger or In-N-Out? Whataburger. No hesitation here. No. <laughs> love it. Favorite food or cuisine? Of course, Mexican food. I just, I love that. Love good enchiladas with rice and beans. I mean, just going back to Yum. the taco and the foil story, you know, that's that's already a tell right there. Yeah, can't get away from tacos. Do you have a favorite restaurant, like a favorite Mexican restaurant you'll go to? Or are you more of a, I'll cook it at home? Uh, no, we cook a lot at home, my husband and I do. Um, but I don't really have a favorite restaurant, but I'm willing to try. I'm willing to go anywhere and eat. It's I'm willing to try new things, too. My daughter's a vegetarian, so she's always introducing us to some uh, new stuff. I really liked the um, Indian um, uh, chicken. Um, it was a curry and chicken and rice. Oh, it was de- with, um, what was the name of the bread? I forget the name of the bread. It was delicious. Delicious. Loved it. So never had tried that before, so my daughter does... She introduces us to new foods, and she likes to cook, too. So when she comes, she cooks for us. It's exciting. Oh, that's cool. So you guys are spoiled a little bit when she comes by. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Come home. We miss your cooking. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, to uh, wrap up the interview, one of our uh, favorite things to ask people is, what are you currently reading, watching, listening to, or indulging in? Well, I have been reading, uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate. It's a fiction book. I've been watching some rom-coms. Um, that, that's basically what I've been doing, reading that and rom-coms. Although yesterday, watched the Super Bowl mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Rihanna. It was a great, I loved it. I don't know what people have to say, but I loved her halftime show. It was great. It was awesome. Yeah, I've been hearing really good things about it. So, which, by the way, by the time y'all listen to this interview, it will have been well past the Super Bowl. But <laughs> I mean, the, the hype is still there. It's Rihanna. So, yeah. And I want to say some of her albums are actually available on Hoopla. I need to fact yeah, check that. They but are. I, th- okay. I saw them. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, yeah, if, if y'all want to get back into that Rihanna groove, you know, catch up before she finally drops that new album whenever that happens. Yeah. Check Go to it Hoopla. Out. Yeah, check you get your out. music checkouts for seven days. So, uh, but yeah, that's going to wrap up this interview. Bralia, thank you so much for uh, joining us here on Bibliotech on Air and for being patient as far as the... Take two. Yeah, take two. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> it, it's not a problem. I really enjoy listening to all of the episodes. You guys have done a fabulous job. Thank you. And... um I'm not sure if I'm going to listen to mine. You know, your voice always sounds weird when you listen to yours. But um, I will be looking forward to listening to it. And I appreciate and thank you so much for the opportunity to be here and just share a little bit about myself. Of course. You know, we 
I, I just, I can't, I can't hype Bralia up enough. Check out her programming, y'all. Go to bearbibliotech.org. Check out the calendar. A lot of fun things coming up. Once again, Bralia, thank you. Um, And yeah, catch us on our next episode. Until then, we'll uh, talk to you guys later. Bye.